Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for All Stars Season 7 Episode 2 titled Snatch Game. My name is Joe Bettens and I am joined, as always, by two disgusting co-hosts. From the podcast Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo, please say, You can fuck me in the ass! To Nathan Brown. Hello, Nathan. How are you? <laughs> Hello. I enjoyed that little clip zero. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, well oh, wait, the show, the music keeps playing. Sorry. I, I was like, something's missing. Like, what's missing there? Uh, Nathan, it's only been like 24 hours since we've seen each other, but man, what an eventful 24 hours that was. Oh, my God. Can you believe that thing happened? That thing happened. Your dog humping your bed. But also, yeah. oh no, he's just jumping on it. But you know, uh, but you know, I hadn't watched episode two, and so now we're doing episode two. I intentionally had stayed away and saved yep. it so that when yesterday I gave yesterday's opinion, it was only for that. Now I'm ready to do Snatch Game. We watched the Snatch Game. But you know, Nathan, like I promised yesterday, we are not doing any more of the episodes alone. Mm. We have somebody else with us. Ch- Jake, take it away. And from oh, thanks, Bloody Jake. Podcast, please say. I've fought worse monsters in Hollywood for years! To Lori Roggenkamp. Hello, Lori. Hello. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Now, Nathan and Lori and I, not only did we just record a whole Just Between Us Girls segment, we went back in time to like 2012 and did the Harlem Mm -hmm. Shake and uh, we also did uh, the the mannequin challenge. Mm-hmm. It we sounded amazing. It sounded amazing. Oh yeah, it was great for an audio medium. Yeah, us yeah, doing yeah, yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. But if you want to enjoy all that live and in person, go over to patreoncom media and join there. And I will say, actually, I'll say this. And anyone who was here live yesterday and is live today will understand what I'm talking about. The show that was published. <coughs> Sorry, I have COVID. Lori gave me COVID. The show that was published is very different from the show that was live. Did you listen to the published show, Nathan? I sure did. Yeah. Some careful edits there. <laughs> there was some very careful editing there. <laughs> Carson had dropped by and then we had to like take he was so offensive. <laughs> we had to take him out of the show. That's how offensive he was. So, uh, if, but you, wow. if you, if you would have heard it live, you would have heard it. Go to patreon.com slash afterthought media to get the ability. And if you want to see us do challenges, you mm-hmm. just got to date Lori because only, yeah. only our partners benefit. Yeah. Lori yeah. really has the star. Lori's girlfriend has the highest tier mm-hmm. imaginable. She, she really yeah. does. Yeah. So then we'll go ahead and do that. Patreon.com slash afterthought media. All right. Well, you know, guys, we talked to Nathan. He's the permanent second chair here and he lives in Australia because they dropped two episodes this week. He's, this is his Monday morning that while we're recording this, he's about to go to work. So we're going to jump right into it. But before we do today's obviously the snatch game. So I wanted who better to have on the snatch game than the goddess of glitz, glamour, goth, gossip and gore, but also an icon. In the Los Angeles improv and comedy scene. we Even before she was a host on Afterthought, we used to have Lori on to talk about the Snatch Game. Yeah. And uh, so, Lori, we have you here. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm excited to be here and to talk about comedy. You yeah. know, it's something I know that very well. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited. All right, well, let's, 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 let's listen to the rest of this intro here. This week, the girls impersonate two celebrities in a Snatch Game doubleheader. 
On the runway, the category is the pleather principle. Jinx Monsoon and Trinity the Tuck are named the top two all-stars of the week and each won a legendary legend badge before duking it out in a lip-sync battle for their legacies. After all was said and done, Jinx Monsoon was crowned the winner of the lip-sync and chose to block Shea Cool A. Ladies, name two things you liked about the episode and one thing you did not. Lori, let's start with you. Wait, uh, I have a question. Yeah. Uh, this seems like the int- the intro for last the last other episode, the first yeah. episode. Well, the, the just just the winners and losers were wrong. I think Trinity the challenge was, not, was correct. Yeah, Trinity was not blocked. Shake Kale okay. was blocked. Guys, got you. Got I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, I COVID brain. You know, that's COVID brain. But I mean, who was I the one? Okay, here's what I will say. And Nathan, I'll ask you: Was I the one talking? Oh no, that was Jake. Yeah, yeah. Usually he's so professional. Yes, I know. When Usually he's so professional. Outline. Yeah. Okay, hold on. Let me ask Jake. Jake, um, what what what's going on here? Why did you read the one from last week? Listen, asshole. I just read what I'm given. Okay, well, if that's oh. the case. Is that bad? I mean, look, again. look. I, in in defense of Jake, in defense of Jake, that is true. So I kind of think producer Zach, because all I do is I take the script, I copy and I paste it and I give it to document to Jake. Okay. <laughs> Now, in fairness, I share part of the blame because I'm supposed to copy edit it, and I did, and I missed it. But I think producer Zach Burt, right now, Luke is masturbating in joy. I, I, I guess I heard, didn't you guys tell me earlier that Jake is a big fan of mine? Mm-hmm. Uh, he sure is. Yeah. Hi, uh, Jake. It's nice to finally meet you. I'm actually a little nervous. Oh, that's sweet. You don't have to be nervous. Yeah, Why? I'm a big fan of your bit about how Mexicans are lazy. Oh. <laughs> what? I never said that. <laughs> That's not. All right. Now, I, you're not a fan of mine because I never joked about that. Remember you had that joke about how you meet all your girlfriends outside of Home Depot? What? No. Glory. <laughs> no. 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 You know what? If you're going to be this slow, you can't be this racist. I'm just going to call it. Okay. Hey guys, I'll be right back. What? I need to check on some eggs. You need to check. <laughs> that was really. Okay. That was really, All right. really weird. That's All fine. right. So Lori, we got it wrong. I'll go put the right Jake one in later. But um, well, what I want to know is. Here. Find out what you're doing with the forks. I'm Wait. not doing anything with the forks. Yes, you are. Well, you need to look. And I'm not going to argue about it. There's no place I put them. I'm not going to let you use another fork until you find where the other ones are. I put them in the dishwasher. You obviously don't. I do. Jake, they are obviously going somewhere. These are small forks. I'm so fucking tired of you arguing against the obvious. (laughs) The forks are gone. Someone is taking them out of the house and putting them somewhere, and it's not me. I don't take them out of the house either. (laughs) Yes, you do. (laughs) This is awkward. Does Jake... No, that Have you checked in the to? dishwasher? I looked in the dishwasher. Well, I need to check it to see if there are forks in I there. I just emptied the dishwasher. Uh, I was just... When I'm done, I'll move. But... Have you? I was... Oh, that was... I don't think oh. we should have... I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable. I, I feel bad for Jake. <laughs> I know. I, well, guys, what are we going to say to him? Because he, does yeah. he think he, Do you think he knows that he left his microphone on? I don't no. think he does. I, I Especially Jake can't. <laughs> I think he's gonna be really upset. <laughs> yeah, so stupid. Hey guys, sorry hey. about that. Yes. Oh, hi, Jake. Yeah, d- is everything okay? Yeah, I was just checking my eggs. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> great. 
Oh, okay. We'll have to come back. What did I... you use to? What did you use to stir them? Did you use a <laughs> a spoon or a ladle? Oh, you guys heard that? Uh, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah, we. <laughs> Poor Jake. Poor Jake. He left his microphone oh, on. No, Jake, don't quit. Oh, I've been there, bud. I've yeah. been there. You know. Sorry, my aunt is just a little cranky because the housekeeper came over and she has to wear bottoms. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's, that makes sense. I'm going to really miss Jake when, when my voice comes back. I, I, oh, okay. Joe, yeah. I want you to be honest. Uh-huh. And there, I'm not upset. Um, but I want you to be perfectly honest with me. Yeah. Is Jake an AI that you created because you missed me? <laughs> no, he's oh. a guy. I hired him. You know, ironically, I found him outside, but you know, with those, I find him outside of Office Depot. And oh. yeah. <laughs> he was just standing outside Office Depot. <laughs> he, he stands outside Office Depot. He's one of these guys who has a shirt and tie on, and I drive by in my Hyundai Elantra. <laughs> And he gets in the back of the car and he goes, what do you need me to do? And so I go, I need you to do some voiceover work for me. That's what it, that's what happened. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I guess I'll yeah. accept that as an answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so I'm going to – when you guys hear this at home, the correct – Jake will have read the correct thing in the intro. So you will hear it. So, Lori, what are, you, what, are your, what are your two favorite things about this episode, the one thing you didn't like? My two favorite things were the two snacks. Match games. Mm-hmm. I love them. And then my uh, least favorite thing, ha- you know what? I'm just going to say, because I was going to make a commentary, but I feel like that could be saved for later. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's really nothing I, I guess maybe it just felt like it went on a little long. Mm-hmm. But I mean, that, you know, that's not really even a complaint because I genuinely liked all of it. So I don't really have like a lot of complaints. Yeah for you know yeah i thought that that was great so all right nathan the first thing i liked was jinx as judy it was just perfection it gave me everything the second thing i liked was jinx as natasha leone i thought that was also incredible and i don't want it to get overshadowed by judy but she is just a powerhouse this jinx yeah and i'm showing my hand but i just loved it so much and the thing i didn't like Again, I don't really have anything I didn't like. I'll just say we can maybe have the judges start being a little more critical. Yeah, you maybe. know what? Just that's touch. It, that's in my notes. Yeah, yeah. So that that was part of the commentary. So when we get to the judging, when we get to that. I, I, I do have something to say about because I, I yeah, but I it's just it's just basically based off of this All Stars and then last uh la- the last season of Drag Race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like we see a dichotomy. So, anyways, we'll we'll, we'll get to it. It isn't an episode unless Lori drops the word dichotomy, by the way. I'm glad, I'm glad we got that in. We got the, the Lori. I, I overspilled I said, my I was listening water. to something that we had done, mm-hmm. and I meant to say wassling, and I said waffling. And uh-huh. I was like, oh, you idiot. Yeah, Nathan, you and I are very – and actually, Lori, too. I'm glad we're all in agreement here. First of all, fantastic, fantastic Snatch Game. Mm-hmm. I have my little quips, like, like my little thing. When we get into the snatch game, I have little tiny things here and there. But for the most part, fantastic job. Here's a weird one, actually, and this is the thing that I like: is 
I found myself, I didn't take a lot of notes for this episode. And usually if that were the case, I would be, because it's so horrible, I have nothing to say. You know, it's so boring. But this is probably the first time that I can think of where I didn't have a lot of notes because it's just so good. Mm. Like, it's not like, I'm like, I just find myself enjoying watching it and not really having a commentary. Just like, oh, well, that was fun. So that that is a weird thing. The one thing I didn't like, and it's funny that Nathan, oops, that you said the same thing. I said the edit is a little too friendly. And I put in parentheses, I'm really grasping at straws to find something I didn't like. Um, yeah. they, they, they could be a little harsher with the judges' critiques. Also, I think they could have been not shady or anything, but they could have been a little bit more real, let's say, during the Snatch Game with the edits. I feel like everybody got a hero's edit on the Snatch Game. Anyway, so those are, those are those are the things that I have to say. Let's jump right into, actually, now the commentary. After Shays win the queens return to the workroom a few minutes before Trinity strolls in twirling the platinum plunger used to block her. Shay explains she felt Trinity was the queen most able to bounce back from an early block and Trinity accepts her reasoning. Monet and Shay display their legendary legend badges proudly in Ivy and Jinx plant to block queens with badges to slow them down. Next, RuPaul enters the workroom to announce this week's maxi challenge. It's time to play the snatch game. But there's a twist. Each queen will be expected to impersonate two celebrities in a snatch game double header. All right, let's go to Nathan here first. Nathan, did you have any big thoughts about, you know, there really wasn't much happened because they're all getting along. So what would usually be a fight was done tongue in cheek here. Uh, but mm-hmm. in this, in the, Right after the episode taping, the D-Dragging segment, the next day coming. Any big thoughts here, Nathan? I just enjoyed that Trinity was hamming it up. She was, you know, playing it up mm-hmm. and that was enjoyable. Yeah. I just think with the with all the, the um, blocking strategy chat that they have, I don't know. I would, if it were me, I would not block someone who had just won the week before because mm-hmm. then I'm putting a target on my back for next week because I just won. So yeah. I'm hoping that gets mixed up a little bit and we start mm-hmm. blocking some rando people. Yeah. Um, and we'll have to see how that goes. Yeah. What about you, Laurie? So I think I kind of agree with what, with blocking other people, with people who want to star. And here's the reason is mm-hmm. I feel like, and this is just me. This is something that Star and I were talking about on the first episode. If you block people, if you if you're if you just block like certain people mm-hmm. all the time, there's mm-hmm. gonna come a point where people are not, are going are going to realize that there's nothing I can do now mm-hmm. to w- get ahead. I am yes. at the bottom, and I'm gonna be at the bottom. So then, what's to to stop that person from just totally screwing everyone else over mm-hmm. and just you know kind of ruining? the like doing a challenge but ruining the challenge for everyone and tanking it and making sure that nobody does well so i think blocking somebody that already has a star is a good thing because it's you are stopping them from getting another star so close together but also you're not blocking somebody who maybe doesn't have a a lot of stars and so you're not making them feel worse i don't know yeah that's kind of my opinion Hey, Lori, you mean ruining the challenge the way Joe ruins your fantastic jokes? Wait, how did did I get... Yes, thank you, Jay. Wow, you... 
okay. You know, I didn't like some of the stuff you said, but I'm really tra- taking a corner, oh, yeah. corner on you. Yeah. Jake's on your side. Oh, Lord. Jake's a yeah. big fan. Don't get it twisted. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nate, uh, you know what I was thinking is actually like, and it, I, I, I was funny. It's funny you guys didn't mention it. Like Monet hinted at this, but what a brilliant strategy to be like. And it, she, I don't know if this is really her strategy, but she, it should be like, I want to get the badge, but she didn't say throwing the lip sync, but you don't necessarily want to win the lip sync, you know, because then you put a target on your back, but you can get the badge. You're not going to get the money, but you're going to get the badge and not have to eliminate, doesn't have to block someone. So if you get, if you're part of the top two, you, if you, you don't get a win, badge, you don't get, you don't get blocked. Then. You, can't you can't get blocked get if blocked. you're the top mm-hmm. two. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah, it's also is- a um, a lip sync showdown for the finale. So you want to you want to save some lip sync tricks too. Yeah, so you don't want to go full force. Yeah, oh, that's true. yeah, good point. I, I didn't even think about that too, Nathan. All right, very good. Any other thoughts on this? Not a lot to say about that. One must go on here. Here we go. Uh, next part in the workroom, the queens prepare their characters for snatch game. The Vivian has two classic UK celebrities. Shay is doing Jay Alexander from Top Model and TikTok sensation Elsa Majimbo. Jinx has chosen Natasha Leone and Judy Garland, and Monet is doing two men, Mike Tyson and Martin Lawrence. The Vivian notes four queens have won snatch games on their season and Ivy is nervous since her Whoopi Goldberg impression bond. During the table visits, Trinity gives Rue a little of her Leslie Jordan and intends to work through her religious trauma as Satan. Raja demands retribution for losing her initial snatch game and reveals her characters, the puppet Madam and Diana Vreeland. Uh, okay, let's go with Lori Roggenkamp. Lori, your thoughts here on everything in the workroom, the table visits, all everything leading up right up to the Snatch Game. I loved it. I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just watching their process and everything, I thought mm-hmm. was really fun. I was, I will say this, I was nervous going into it when Shea Kule said she was doing a TikTok star and even Jay, Jada Essence Hall and Evie Oddly. I thought, oh, like that, because that usually doesn't bode well for snatch game so that that made me a little nervous but now that i have hindsight and i see that they did a good job i'm like oh yeah that's fine those are my only thoughts yeah i'm with you Lori. the black people make me nervous too is that what you were saying Lori? no it's not what i was saying at all jake come on you gotta don't don't read into these things this isn't that i don't like this huh interesting Hmm. Okay, I I didn't take what you said that way, but one of your fans did. Yeah, you got to be careful with your words. Yeah. Uh, what about you, Nathan? What were your thoughts there? I agree with Laurie. It was just fun to see a little bit of banter in the lead up to the snatch game. Um, I was wondering. I know we talked about this yesterday or last episode, Joe. Mm-hmm. Do we think that Trinity picking Satan is like a reference to She Devil by Night? <gasps> oh, I didn't think about that. Oh my god. Or maybe no. No 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 no. I'm flipping it. I'm flipping it to because they taped this like last summer. So I'm flipping it to she had done this, it was in her brain, and then made the Reddit username based on that. Wow. Proof. We've got proof. Receipt, mama. Receipt. Lori, what, what what do you think about this whole She Devil by Night? I don't know anything about it. Hmm. What do you mean? Huh. What is She Devil by Night? You've really got to listen to the episodes, Lori. 
the episodes of the podcast. Of this podcast, yeah. I haven't listened to this last one. I was going to listen to it on my drive to work tomorrow. Oh, interesting. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't, I don't Maybe Jake can help you out here because Jake's your biggest fan. Lori, will you please shut the fuck up with your no drag knowledge mouth? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow, he's taking a turn. Yeah. Okay. Thank you, Jake. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Nathan, did you say everything you had to say? Yeah, sure. I just, I just did note as well that Vivian saying that character acting is her safe space. I thought that was a bit wanky. And I was just wondering if, um, Laurie, you're, you're a character actress. Oh, that's you? right. Like, yeah. Do you no. find it to be a safe space? Not even a little bit am I a character actress. <laughs> Laurie, you are an icon no. in the, in the improv and, and character and comedy scene in Los I'm, Angeles. I'm an icon for not being a character actress. That's Weren't what I'm you, d- didn't you just slay the groundlings? I was in the groundlings, but I mean, honestly, I don't think I was a character. I I, I thought you were always in character. Like no. I thought, Laurie was the character. Yeah. No, this oh, is no, me. Her, oh yeah, Sadly, her real, this is me. Her real name's Michelle. Yeah, this is a whole <laughs> Michelle. Yeah, this is, I'm actually Michelle Visage. Yeah, she's yeah. But uh, but Laurie, uh, you you're gonna be. I mean, we're gonna come to you to, to judge these characters. Uh, oh no, I mean, I understand care. I, I I actually thought it was kind of cute because. It was like you could tell that she was confident about it and that this mm-hmm. is something that she – and there are people mm-hmm. who that is their safe space. Like they're very – you know, there are a lot of people at the Groundlings who are very shy, timid people off stage, like as themselves. But then when they get on stage, they're very like – you know, their characters come out and they play these like very boisterous characters. And it's great. It's great to watch. So, yeah, I, I totally can see where, where they're coming from. I would say Kristen Wiig is a lot like that. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, and Molly Shannon, yeah, is a lot like Cherry mm-hmm. O'Terry, mm-hmm. Melissa McCarthy, Marjorie Taylor you know, Green, Will Ferrell, yeah. Marjorie Taylor. Not yeah. many people know this. Marjorie Taylor Green actually started at Acme. Yeah, she did. So yeah, mm-hmm. that's where she developed her. Character. I mean, it even sound her name even sounds like a great like a name you would have for your SNL audition package. It was, you know, like yeah. my name's Marjorie Taylor Green. And, you know, you're like, oh, that's like, it sounds like a made up groundlings name. Part of me just thinks that the, that the Republican Party is literally just all actors who have just decided <laughs> they're going to live their characters. Yeah. You know, like yeah. they're just going to live as their characters. So, you know, I found it kind of rich. So like, yes, Shay has won a snatch game, but not to take anything away. It was a snatch game of love and a fairly mm-hmm. weak all-star season. It was fine. It was passable. But I, they, they were showing like they said at one point, uh, you know, there's I there are people who literally wrote the book on Snatch Game. You put Trinity in there, yeah, Jinx Monsoon, Monsoon for sure. And then they showed Shay. I'm like, Meh. yeah, you know, like eh, I don't know if she really has. I mean, she did a fine one on All Stars Five, but I don't know about yeah, that. Yeah, it's like um Deja going on about how she won Snatch Game. It's like, well, yeah, you well. just weren't the worst. Yeah. yeah I, do you think Deja Sky looks at this and goes, yeah, I'm at that caliber. The, I'll yeah, say this. Does. I didn't even like every character on this one, and they were all better than Deja Sky. Every single one. Yeah. Every single one. By the I way, disagree. go ahead. Oh, I you think do. that there were some characters that were were the same as hers. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. I think I think she was passable. And yeah. I think that was the the crowning glory. Yeah, hold on. So, Jake, do you have yeah. anything to say here about this? What Lori just said. Lori, will you please shut the fuck up with your no drag knowledge mouth? Wow. 
Okay. Wow. wow. Zane? I mean, not Zane. Jane? I gotta be honest with you. I keep thinking, I, it just sounds so weird that, you know, first off, it takes so long for you, for Jake to comment. Mm-hmm. Um, you seem to be typing something. I'm and then also at the same, at the same time, he's just saying things that are, that seem very much like stuff you would say. Wait, about uh, how much he likes your comedy theory. and stuff like that? Yes. Okay. Well, we know someone who doesn't believe in Santa Claus. Uh, all right. Well, let's, you know, before we get into the snatch game, let's take a break. And when we come back, we will talk about the rest of the episode. We'll be back right after this. All right, we are back, and now it's time for <coughs> the Snatch Game. Uh, they did it in two rounds. We have two rounds to talk about here. Let's talk about round one first. Um, round one, we'll just go down the line, because we have to get a lot to get through here. And let's just give our thoughts on them. First, we have Mike Tyson, uh, played by Monet Exchange. Uh, your thoughts on Mike Tyson, uh, Nathan? I thought this one was fine. Um, I I don't know. Is Mike Tyson known for fucking people in the ass? Because he seems that seems to have been a common joke. And I was like, I'm missing something. Well, look, I'm gonna get a little trickier here. I mean, I don't know about that specifically, but he was in prison for rape, wasn't he, Ori? Yeah. Oh. Did he also tell somebody in a in a press conference or a fight for a, a press for a fight that he's gonna fuck him in the ass? Maybe. Oh. I remember as a, sure that's- I remember as a kid, you know, I, I had very little access to uh, anything, but you know, my family would watch boxing or something like that, and I remember masturbating to Mike Tyson because he just had this like super ripped, muscly body. So was it when he bit the Holy uh, Vander Holyfield's ear? Yes. <laughs> uh, Laura, your thoughts on uh, Mike Tyson? Um, I mean, I thought this was very uh, Deja, uh, Deja with the yeah. Oh, I think this is way better. Was, I'm gonna, I'm gonna fuck him in the ass. She also had the bit about saying the wrong words and stuff, like that, which isn't a super original bit. <clears throat> I thought it did well. It was passable. But also, what I'm gonna say is, Deja just did that yeah, but Monet would jump in and and snipe at other people with other lines and stuff like that. I think it was I. I think so. I think better than Deja. Well, I will say this just so I can get this out of the way. Yeah. I think what, what frustrated me the most about this episode was we saw Mm -hmm. that RuPaul can set up the show, this uh, snatch game to be supportive and -hmm. make the people feel good. And she can do that. And I think that's what she should do every single time. Because if this is a, this is a, uh, an audience based, like, even though it's live, Right, mm-hmm. even though it's it's a uh, we're watching it on TV, it's audience based. You you feed off the laughter of the uh, the uh, live audience, yeah. In order to know what to do next, and last season she provided nothing for them, absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. She wanted them to fail, but, and this season yeah. we see that she wanted all of them to succeed. So she pulled out all the stops. Let me ask you a question, Lalori, because you are an expert in this field. Is RuPaul knows these queens, or at least most of them, fairly well. You know, well, not their names, yeah. but he knows them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he knows Michelle. He knows Ross. 
on what level do you think just them all knowing each other and knowing their strengths and weaknesses plays into how RuPaul plays with them? Oh, I think very much. But as we'll see, I mean, it, I think it heightened it. What it did was because they all know each other. They all trust each other. They've been working together for a while. That was my next so, question. Okay. Yeah. I think it heightens it. So, yeah, I agree with you. I, I mean, Jada Essence Hall with Prince succeeded because it was a welcoming, trusting environment. And that's what, what you need in comedy to thrive. Yeah. If you don't, if you are not getting laughs and you're not trusting yourself, then it, you're not going to do very well. But we were talking so. about this on the last episode. I mean, there's so many things at play here that we can analyze. Is I wonder too, because no one's being eliminated, they can take a lot more risks. Does that make sense? Because they're, they're not going to go home. So, and so because yeah. and it allows them to have more fun and to be more cohesive as a team and also lift each other up, not trying to sabotage the other. I agree with you, but I also feel like that, again, is a producer-driven thing. And okay. If- All right. You want to weigh in on this, Nate, before we move on? I think you're on the money, Laurie. I agree with you. And I'll also just add that, like, it's, I don't always like Rue and Michelle at times, but seeing them enjoy each other and, like, when they laugh and look at each other and, like, share the laughter, I was getting good vibes from them. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I like them in this moment because they're yeah. having fun and, you know, mm-hmm. enjoying the show. Yeah, I agree. So what I'm talking about is just very, very beginner level, right? And then you put the layers of they all know and trust each other, right? And then you put the layers of they, they're they not getting eliminated, so they, they can take risk. And then you put the layer of they're genuinely they're winners and they're all genuinely funny people to an extent. Right. And you just keep adding on. And then that's why these two snatch games, I mean, if we, if we were last season, right. And we were told, Oh, we're going to do two snatch games. I think I would have physically cried if I knew that I had to watch two snatch games (laughs) from last season. That's a very good point. That's a very good point. Yeah. But I mean, as far as Mike Tyson goes, I thought it was Pat. It wasn't like, well, here's the thing. I think all of these would be winners in different ways, but with this action, with all the other caliber people, it was, I would say it was in my bottom. Okay. Lori. Yeah. Fucked you in your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Nathan, Nathan's boyfriend was in his bottom yesterday, but let me ask you this question. Lori, Lori, just to be sure, you're not taking this much time with each of the Snatch Game characters. Right? <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. Okay. Right. This is, I just wanted to get this out of the way and then we're okay. good. Okay. All right, next we had the puppet Madam, as played by Raja. Very curious to hear Lori's take on this. Go ahead, Lori. I loved it. Again, it wasn't the the best one, but I thought that, you know, I don't, I know of Wayland's Flowers and Madam. I don't, I've never seen them. And so to bring a character that you don't, no one's seen. Mm-hmm. And well, people, like, you haven't seen it. Not, no, no I mean, one. I, the, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, sorry. I didn't mean to say it that way. But look, I haven't seen. And to make it relatable and funny, which all I think all of them did was mm-hmm. great. I thought the one thing Raja did with both her characters really well was the the makeup and the mm-hmm. accessories. Mm-hmm. So I really like that. Nathan? I agree with Laurie. I wasn't that familiar, but I thought the puppet physicality was great. The makeup transformation was great. Mm-hmm. And I just think... It was really good because Rue was giving them a bit more um, attention and laughing along, whereas last last season, Rue wasn't doing that. Mm-hmm. And I think at a base level, you need to have that, then you need to have the familiarity, and then you need to have them all being winners, mm-hmm. and then you need to have all of that going on. And I think that's what, what 
frustrated me with watching last season. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, good yeah. point. Wow, yeah. Nathan, yeah. I never thought of it that way. Uh, I'm going to give a little bit of a lesson because I think I've talked about Waylon Flowers and Madam on the show before. I am a huge fan. Huge. The true origin of the character was this total homosexual man, Waylon Flowers. I mean, fucking name was Waylon Flowers. And mm. he had this puppet, Madam, who was based on a dry queen. And they started in the gay clubs and got super, super popular in like the bathhouses and gay bars in New York and L.A. And then they got swept up by television. And, of course, television sanitized her. But if you can find old videos and routines of Madam, she's super dirty. You know, she's super, super dirty and a very, very gay humor. Um, And so what a great way to bring her back. I've always because Wayland Flowers died of AIDS. And since then, there's been unclear who has control of Madam and the people are fighting and there's these random people who weren't funny like Waylon Flowers who use Madam in like Branson, Missouri. It's really awful. But I will say – and it's great, fantastic. I will say at least one of the jokes was an actual Madam joke. Like the Summer Jewels joke is an actual Madam joke. That's not like a, a made-up joke that Raja did. That's an actual – you can hear Madam oh, really? say okay. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still a very clever, great choice to do, Madam. And I hope people seek out Waylon Flowers. I'll post something in the Discord where they – HBO in the very, very, very early years uh, put up a Waylon Flowers and Madam like show on HBO. And that one's dirty. And so you can kind of oh, see the cool. full effect. Yeah. So, so all right. Yes, sir. I have puppet shows at, at bathhouses. Has that always been a thing? Like, have you ever watched a puppet show at a bathhouse? You know what? You know what? In the late 60s, early 70s, maybe before that – at least in San Francisco and place in New York, they would have shows in bathhouses. Really weird. It's how wow. Bette Midler got her start, and Barry Manilow was her piano player in the ba- oh Bette God. Midler got her start oh, in the bathhouses. Mm-hmm. So, now, Joe, I have a question: Is this yeah. how long you're going to talk about every drag queen? No, 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 no. But I will say, when I was looking at Madam, all right, one thing you've taken into consideration is first, Rue has to go with the fact that she's running a show. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Then she knows Michelle and Rue knows Michelle and Ross. Right. (laughs) Then all these queens have been on the show. Okay. Then you have a layer that some of them have done all stars, so she knows them (laughs) twice. Okay. (laughs) Then they all know each other because they've been on tour together. Right. (laughs) Then you have the fact that there's no one's being eliminated. Okay. And you take all those things into consideration. I mean, we could go on forever, but I, not. I, I didn't. I didn't think about it that way. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, all right. Next, we have Joanna Lumley as played by the Vivian. I'll go right now. I don't know who the fuck. I mean, I I know from absolutely fabulous. Taylor's gotten mad at me before. I don't. I never watched that show, so it meant nothing to me. But we'll start with Nathan because he has an accent. Well, I, I know it was a good impression. I haven't watched a lot of AbFab either, but watching it, I was like, oh, I know she's nailing it. I might not get the <laughs> Chanel joke, but I know she's nailing it. And I think it would have, similar to her next character, I think it would have killed on a UK season. Yeah. I, oh, I, yeah. Let me tell you how embarrassing I am. When she said Chanel, that she was talking about the season one, All-Stars 1 contestant, Chanel. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about the actual cosmetic line. Lori. Uh, your thoughts? I thought it was great. I agree with you. I think she would have killed in UK. I think even like if she had been on like 
a regular drag race that would have done well. I do feel like she teeter tottered between, which is something with character impersonation where she tried to be very too, she probably too much the character and not enough of the, like just kind of camping it out with uh Rue, but she like, she caught herself mm-hmm. and she would, you know, she, I thought she did a good job of kind of catching herself and not being, not trying to stick too much in character mode. So, All right, yeah, I thought you did a really good job. All right, let's go to Trinity the Tuck as Satan. Uh, your thoughts, Lori, on, on Trinity the Tuck? I think Ross said it. I mean, as soon as she talked, you knew, okay, this is a, a very gay, effeminate gay Satan, mm-hmm. right? Which is not, again, I think one of the, or not again, I think one of the fun things about this is that none of these tropes that these drag queens are doing are new. You know, they're not, they're not breaking, you know, the, the, creativity bank i guess trying to come up with like new new stuff they're not like a a gay robot or anything Mm -hmm. like that they're just like it's just like a gay devil which we've seen many times but they just do it in just a fun campy way that you just can't help but love it and laugh at it and i thought i thought trini nailed it i thought she did a great job nathan yeah i agree with what you were saying it's not new but the way she wrote like bottom but spelt it btm in one of her responses, yes. I was like, well, that's hilarious. Like, it's that yeah. nuance that really nailed it for me. And I thought it was great. And just like when she, when, when uh, I think it was Michelle goes, oh, thank you. She goes, oh, she just was like <laughs> making sense. I, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Yeah, it wasn't like, I would agree with Lori. It wasn't a new characterization. We've seen gay Satans before. I mean, South Park. I mean, that's the whole thing. But it was a fresh, you know, from her perspective, A. And B, I mean, you can you can have a characterization that's been done before, but it has to be funny. And she was funny. Yeah. She was quick and she was funny. And so you gotta give it to her. All right. Jinx Monsoon is Natasha Leone. Let's start with Nathan, who was already a big fan. I uh, loved it. I thought it was a great choice. She had the voice, the wig. And I think Jinx is the best at snatch game because she's good at the responding to the question and then topping it up with a story and just going on her own path. And she she nails that. And like her her yeah. joke about tiny tops looking like a four year old moving a couch on their own, like it was just funny. <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that I actually missed that when I was high, so I was glad I rewatched it today because <laughs> I was like, oh, I didn't even hear that joke. Uh, yeah, you know, what do you think, Lori? I, I loved it. I I totally agree with Nathan. I think that she does. You know, there are some queens who that will talk to who like struggle with kind of being their character they tried mm-hmm. to present their character almost yeah. and they struggle with being it and i thought in both cases you know she was natasha leone and i thought mm-hmm. she did a phenomenal job yeah if you if someone didn't know snatch game i wonder if they would even know those were the same people you know oh yeah mm-hmm. uh first of all let's start off if let's say they assigned a character how would you do the fact that she was able to pull up like how would you pull a Natasha Leone? It was this weird mix of like nailing her, but yet doing or saying nothing that Natasha Leone would say. Like exactly. I laughed out loud when she was like, I just quit smoking as she's lighting a cigarette. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was super funny, you know? And it's great. Yeah, it's just it's it's just, it was just top notch. It was so, so, so good. Um, yeah, masterclass, I think, in doing Snatch Game. Right there, Natasha Leone. All right, next we have, uh, Evie Oddly as Rico Nasty. Let's start with you, Lori. Your thoughts on Rico Nasty? So this one was one of the ones where she, 
she was presenting the character. She wasn't being the character. Okay. You know, she was presenting Rico nasty. Mm -hmm. So like, like for example, we see, we see the, we see Natasha Leon, right? Mm -hmm. Rue introduces Natasha Leon. They have a conversation. Then we get to Rico nasty and Rico nasty doesn't ask anything. Doesn't talk to Rue at all. She just kind of presents Mm. her, you know, and like gives her like slug line almost of her character. Yeah. And she's like, I got to get I got to get this out because I got people to know that I'm, you know, that this is my character and this is what my character is about rather yeah. than showing it through conversation with Rue. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought she did a very a good job. I thought she did a passable job. So I, I think if this was like a regular Snatch game, I think they would have probably passed. But I don't know if they would have like, you know, gotten so many laughs. Nathan, what do you think? I think if this was a regular Snatch game, this would be the bottom. And I don't know if it's just because I don't know Rico Nasty, but I didn't, I didn't laugh. Well, this is where, this is one of those people that I was talking about. In fact, she and Shay, who's next, are both examples of this, where they got very, very friendly edits. They were mm-hmm. a shade rattle away from being bad. And it was just the way it was presented, the way it was cut, the way it was shown. They were hoping you wouldn't look. Like, nothing to see here, you know? They kind of zip zip by the joke and just moved on. Where they, on a regular season, if they would have been due, I think it would have been passable in a regular season, and they would have been safe, but they definitely got a very, very, very favorable edit. They really, really did. Go ahead. Let's go first to Elsa Majimbo. Another person, I have no idea who this is. She's played by Shea Coulee. What were your thoughts here, Nathan? Yeah, I also didn't know who Elsa Majimbo was. Um, I think she was better than Evie, but she was, yeah, bottom of the the bunch. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, she was all right. I thought she was all right. That joke about feeding a Kenyan tribe or whatever it was, I was like, okay, all right, that's something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lori? I thought she did really well. Um, I think if this was an- another one, I think she would be in the top because really? she did a I think she did really well. Mm-hmm. So I thought she did. Mm-hmm. I thought she did really well. Um, she made the character, you know, we were like, okay, well, I, this is the gist of the character. I get mm-hmm. this. So the one thing I will say, and then I think this is a flaw, uh, a flaw with a lot of people is when you do a character who has an accent and you try and be very, you try and be, um, true to that accent. If it's a very, like, if it's a thick accent, it's going to be hard for people to understand. Mm-hmm. So you're going to lose the jokes because you're trying, you know, so it's like kind of ease up on the accent a little bit. That was my only note that I have. All right. Next we have Jada Essence Hall as Prince. Uh, your thoughts here, Lori Roggenkamp. Lori and Kay Roggenkamp. Your thoughts on Jada Essence Hall uh, characterization as Prince. Oh, I thought she was so smart in this character, but she would, this so this character, in my opinion, would not have been successful if it had not been for this particular snatch game. Mm-hmm. Because what she did is she read the room. She read the audience. And she realized she was not going to be able to imitate Prince. So mm-hmm. she just said, like, I'm sexy. And then that got a big laugh. So she kept going with, a, I'm a man. So she kept kind of moving forward with that. So she, like, heightened the game of her character, which... It's just like it's almost like an an anti prince almost. Mm-hmm. Your so. thoughts, Nathan? I agree. I really liked it. I thought it was funny, yeah. and I thought she looked really hot. Yeah, she like, had something really sexy about looked, her. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know if it was the little mustache. Yeah, I don't but know. But she looks good. And she I did, was and glad to see her in that outfit at the end of the episode as well because I was like, yeah, she hot. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also, like, but like Lori was saying, is she was able to because she realized she couldn't go home and she wouldn't go home. She could play. She had the freedom mm-hmm. and the confidence to play, which made it a yes. good thing. I think. I think if she would have done this on a, on a, on her own season that she was on, it would have gone in a much different direction. All right, let's go to sna- oh, you know what? Question: If you had to pick a winner of this round, who would you pick, Lori? For this round, mm-hmm. um, you know what? Let me think about it. Can you ask Nathan? Nathan? Jinx, Lori. Did that give you enough time to think? I would say Trinity. <laughs> I would say Trinity. Oh, really? Yeah, really. I would say Jinx, hundred percent. All right, next snatch game round two. Okay, who lost that round? I'm sorry, who lost that round? Av. Yeah, Evie, one hundred percent. Yeah, Evie. All right, snatch game round two. We have Catherine Tate as portrayed by the Vivian. Again, I don't know who the fuck this person is. I think she may have been a guest judge on UK, but I could be wrong. Um, Catherine Tate's a, a very funny UK comedian. She was on the uh, Doctor Who, and she also had her own Catherine Tate sketch show, which I recommend everyone watching. It's very funny, and that is a specific character that she plays called Na- Nana or Nana oh, or something. Oh, okay. Um, and it's just so it's the same thing with Martin Martin Lawrence. Yeah, that it's not Martin Lawrence. It's the character that um, Martin Lawrence, which plays. gets confusing when you get to the character with because this yeah. one we think okay, all right. So you so, so as Laurie, since you know and you know that character, how was it? Oh, great. Oh, really? I, I will say again, though, she did falter and she kind of did the thing with that Shay did where her, even uh, Rue pointed out, is like her accent was so thick. Yeah. But that's the whole point of the character, kind of, is that she's just like a mumbly, you know, old woman. So it, her accent's very thick. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to hear some of the jokes. So mm-hmm. I will say that she kind of faltered in that, but her char- the the character itself was great. She did a great job. Nathan? Yeah, I agree. I think, again, it would have killed in the UK. I thought mm-hmm. she had a great makeup transformation, which mm-hmm. usually I think is not important at all, but she just did such a good job of it. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be mentioned. And I feel like the edit was generous, yes, but I feel like we saw her answer less questions. Mm-hmm. And when we did see her, it was her interacting with the other people. So I don't know yeah. if they cut some more stuff around her, but I think she probably have. would have done more. Yeah. But, Laurie, let me ask you a question. This this applies to Monet as Martin Lawrence's character, who I can't remember her name, and Catherine Tate and even Joanna Lumley, is if you're not portraying the actor and you're portraying a character that they've created, well, then aren't you really just stealing the – not stealing, but aren't you really using the work of somebody else? Like how much credit can you really get – take from it? Well, I think you could – I mean, impressionism is impressionism. Mm-hmm. You know, you could say that about any any impressionist. You know, well, you when really I do from somebody, I go around. And I do impressions of you all over the country. Yeah. Okay. And you people, do my stand up, Joe. That's what. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like I go up there and I'm like, um, "Hi everyone, I'm a virgin." <laughs> Except I don't think I'm one of the virgins that the terrorists are thinking of when they crash into buildings. It's a good joke. Um, thank you. Uh, <clears throat> well, I said the joke. I'm taking credit. As a white it, woman, I'm taking credit. It is your joke. Uh, it, by the way, that's a, that's a, that, that is around a 2006 Lori Rockingham joke, actually. Ironically, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, I get what you're saying, but at the same time, I mean, you could say that about Judy Garland. 
you know, uh, Jinx is Judy Garland. She even said in, in the workroom that it's not her impression. It's somebody else's impression. And she, they let her take it. So you could say like, oh, she's not really, she's not really, you know, the funny one. It's somebody else who did that impression and gave mm-hmm. it to Jinx. But Jinx killed it. So mm-hmm. it's like, it's sort of the, you, you're, and when you're an impressionist, you're given these tools. And if mm-hmm. you can use them correctly, then you're, it's great. If not, then, you know, All you're right. screwed. Let's jump over to the boogeyman as portrayed by Evie Oddly. Your thoughts on this one, Nathan? I thought this was better than her other effort. I think she probably made a really good call in going with a sort of imagined character that she, it, it's harder for her to screw up because mm-hmm. it's, it's just, you know, pulled out of the air. So, Again, I didn't think it was that funny, but I think it was much better and passable. I couldn't even pay attention because she was so Dear fucking hot. So attractive. I <laughs> Was it the chest hair that did? It was everything. It was the it afro. Was, it, was, it was the afro and the eyes. And it was like, Jesus, what's going on? Lori's a lesbian and she got turned. You know? Like, I was like, he could do whatever he wants to me right now. That person could do whatever he wants to me. Now, in Lori's world, she means break into her house and steal her television. I no. mean have sex. <laughs> it's not. Okay. That's not what it means. Okay. Anyway, that reminds me, Lori had a character. It was oh, so offensive. In 2006. I did not. Called Jive Turkey. I, I can't not. get it. You have to go to work. <laughs> you have to go into work, Nathan. So Stop I can't. It. I can't stop get it. into the character stop Jive it. Turkey. It's not. It's not. I, please, let's just stop this. Please. Leslie Jordan is portrayed by Trinity the Tuck. Laurie, you're th- oh, wait, Laurie, did you have any other thoughts on uh, the boogeyman, by the way? No, it's just very okay. attractive. Leslie Jordan by Trinity. Laurie. So funny. So, so funny. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was very, very, very funny. Which is tough because Leslie Jordan's already funny, and I think it's hard yeah. to take a funny person and make them funny. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I was, wor- I was a little worried that it was just going to be like, Oh, he's really short jokes, mm-hmm. which it kind of was, but they did it in a funny, funny way. <laughs> that was great. Uh, all right. Uh, Nathan, do you have any thoughts? I thought it was fantastic. Great choice. I thought the visual joke was funny and just seeing how mm-hmm. short he was because he yeah. makes fun of himself for being short. Yeah. So I feel yeah. like it's okay for us to laugh along. Yeah. Although I noticed in the walk, in the workroom walkthrough, she did have like a little puppet body. Yeah. Him, and which the, didn't yeah. get used. It didn't get used. So, yeah. Um, okay. Uh, the Lady Chablis, Nathan. Um, I didn't really connect with this one that much. I didn't really find that that funny. Lori? I would say this one was, I don't want to say worse because it wasn't bad. It just wasn't the, it was out of all, both Snatch games, this one was the least mm-hmm. funny. It was, she had some good, I mean, she answered the questions and she had some good, retorts but i don't know if it was maybe just exhaustion from all the other queens or she just played it too mellow and i just don't i don't think it worked for her you know it's so funny is the only reason i know about lady chablis who was a real drag queen i think she's passed i'm not sure but is her role in the real life true crime of the midnight in the garden of good and evil not book you know it was a true crime book which is a gay we should actually probably cover it on um Murder Tonight, our gay true crime show. Yeah. But, uh, and she was a sort of ancillary character in that whole drama. 
but I don't really know that much about her other than she's like an iconic drag queen. That's all I know. So I don't know that much about her. And she's actually, she was actually involved in the real crime and she's in the film that they really? made of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Jay Alexander as portrayed by Shay Akule. Let's go with you, Lori Roggenkamp. Your thoughts here. This one was okay. I didn't really, I don't know who the person is that she was portraying. Mm-hmm. And I thought she had some funny like moments, but it was mostly just people reacting to her character. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I would consider her to be funny. Yeah. I would say out of the two, this was her least funny character. Nathan? Yeah, I'm agreeing. I thought it was possible, but not as funny as Elsa Majumbo. It's weird because I feel that there's so Jay Alexander is a was a person. I don't know if he's still alive, but he was on America's Next Top Model. Was like one of like the walking consultants or something like that, and a judge. And is so outrageous and outlandish. There's so much you could have done, and I was surprised it wasn't taken there. Like I feel that there's mm-hmm. so much you could have done with uh, Miss Jay that I was surprised that Shay didn't go there. And I don't I don't want to speculate as to why because Shay will hunt me down and kill me. Okay. Next, we had Diana Vreeland as performed by Raja O'Hara. Raja O'Hara. Right, Raja. Uh, Nathan, what are your thoughts here? I thought she did a great job. I thought the makeup was fantastic. Mm-hmm. She had some of the lines. I feel like maybe Robbie Turner did this character before and it wasn't as great. So this was good for me. Somebody said that, yeah, I think, yeah, somebody said that, that this character has been done before and it, it wasn't done well. My producer, Zach mentioned it in the notes that this character's been done before. I I think that's the only reason I knew the name. I was like, how do I know that name? And then I was like, I think it's from Snatch Game. Uh, Lori, what about you? I loved it. I thought her her makeup was amazing. I will say that, um, that she, uh, she was going into a place where, you know, she had that thing, that bit with her character where she pronounced her words in a comical way. And so I think there was like, I think she maybe did get like a little bit of a, of a, like a supportive edit because, you know, I think that could have turned into a very like kind of exhausting situation where she's constantly, you know, trying to over enunciate her words. Mm -hmm. So she, she, I think she was given a a very soft edit this time too, but I mean, the character was funny. So, you know, the moments that they did show, I thought were very funny and, she did her purple mittens was hilarious. Purple mittens was hilarious. So I thought that was funny. Um, yeah, I mean, it was passable. I don't think it was the greatest thing ever. And I think the, the madam was better, but it was good. And the makeup was fantastic. All right. We have Martin Lawrence, uh, as portrayed by Monet exchange doing a character who I can't remember the name of the character. Um, I think it's Shanane. 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 Lori, your thoughts on Shanane. Um, I mean, it really wasn't Shanae. So that was kind of what I thought was so weird is it was like, it was like her doing Monet exchange, doing Martin Lawrence in Shanae drag, mm-hmm. like in Shanae outfit. Yeah. Um, so it was, I mean, it was just really Monet, Monet exchange in drag. I yeah. mean, she was funny, but mm-hmm. I, I don't really feel like it was, you know, it was good. I thought it was good. It just, it just didn't really seem like, like I would, I wouldn't have looked at that and thought, oh, that's definitely a Shanae impression. So Nathan, yeah, I was so confused. I was watching it and I was googling Martin Lawrence and I was like, is this the guy from Bad Boys? I was like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. And then I just assumed it was like a drag character, but 
Um, he had a comedy show where he used to great. do characters and stuff like that before. Right. Yeah, he had a, yeah. a comedy show called Martin where he he had like he did like several different characters and then also uh, sexually harassed and stalked his co-star. So that's fun. So maybe she should have played into jokes more about that. Yeah. Because that's always hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. finally, whenever we do these long lists and stuff like that, you start losing steam. So we're like, all right, well, next. But let's end it on a good one. Jinx Monsoon as Judy Garland. Oh, my God. I'll let Nathan weigh in first. So fantastic. I've just been watching, like, the clips of it over and over again. Mm-hmm. I-, I just think she was so funny and the impression was great the mic with the long cord the <laughs> singing the reference to dave the veteran like it could not be better yeah. calling rue broom yeah like everything was funny <laughs> yeah everything was good and also anyone who's watched judy garland from that era on television i mean it was a spot on inspired impression i mean that's literally what judy garden judy garden judy garland was like i mean literally on television was exactly even the improvised answers were like delivered the way judy would have delivered them it was yeah it was inspired almost like she channeled her it was super weird i don't well, know why but my favorite part of the whole thing was when she would go is this my camera yeah <laughs> is this my camera yeah yeah <laughs> it's like so dying yeah, it was great. It was truly like above and beyond. And you could just tell that like Rue trusted her completely, you know, and mm-hmm. just was like ready for the humor. Um, Rue was dying. Oh, yeah. it was great. When they, when she brought up the thing about Dan and, or whatever, Dave. the Dave, mm-hmm. and both her, both Michelle and Rue looked at, I mean, it was like you could see genuinely that they were just, the having the time of their life. But yeah. This was like a, this was a great moment. Yeah. And yeah, it was, it was awesome. I mean, it, it's also, I mean, how hard is it nowadays to, to one, she was already in the hall of fame of snatch game and to catapult two characters into like the snatch game hall of fame, like immediately go to the front of the line. Like, I think it's mm-hmm. even better than her one from gray gardens. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, oh yeah. And she was just so ready. Like Rue was, ready to wrap it up and she was like oh i've got another song and she just yeah. kept going and i loved that like yeah don't stop because rue says stop yeah keep going you've got the jokes you've got the songs do it but i haven't right. watched all i haven't watched all the uh the snatch games but i i feel like of the of the like five or six that i've watched i feel like this one had ended on the best button that yes. yes, it didn't yeah. need that whole like and the winner is who cares? They didn't have to they didn't need yeah. it. They had yeah. the perfect you're right. You know where that comes from, though, Lori? The layers. It comes from oh, yeah. they all trust each other. They've all worked together. They've all won. They're all Somebody confident. Needs to put this in a on a yeah. rug. Yeah. <laughs> that Aladdin rug that uh Yeah, the Aladdin rug. We need can to you imagine Nathan went to this Aladdin shitty tour, right? And he oh, was like, I need why that. Why is it shitty? I need that blanket. I you would know? get that blanket. Oh. <laughs> on that, speaking of buttons to end on. All right, Jake, why don't you give us the next act? It's runway day and the queens are getting ready for the runway. Ivy feels her performance was solid but doesn't expect to win. The Vivian predicts Jinx, Trinity, and Raja as the top three queens of the week, much to Raja's surprise. 
Monet asks Jinx her strategy for blocking and Jinx admits she plans to block someone with a star, meaning Monet and Shay are in her sights. All right, let's start with you, Nathan. What were your thoughts on everything happening runway day? Now, not elimination day because no one gets eliminated. Yeah, there's not really that much to say. They were just debriefing on the Snatch Game, yeah. and I think they all pretty much had the same thoughts we did. Jinx was great. Yeah. Laurie? No, I agree. I think, well, I thought it was funny that they said three, or they said two, and then she gave three people. <laughs> like, yeah. That's three. Um, I did also, I mean, I know that it's sort of like, it's not, she doesn't really mean it, but I did also think it was kind of like a little perturbed. I was a little perturbed when Monet Exchange was like seemed flustered that Jinx was going to block one of them. And it's like, you've seen this coming. You know that mm-hmm. this is a thing. Mm-hmm. So that kind of was a little, okay. All right. Now, Lori, you and I don't give a shit about the looks, but Nathan like takes copious notes and he wants to share his thoughts on the looks. Go ahead, Nathan. Sure. So the runway was the pleather principle and Monet came out first and I thought her look was amazing. She was wearing this like bronzed statue look with the abs and a giant bow. I thought it was incredible. Top toot. Then we had Evie. She was in like an anime Harajuku style look, which I thought was good. It was fine. So, Laurie, what are Raj- you having for dinner? Oh, oh Jake, Jake. Jake, Nathan's in the middle of talking right Thank now. Thank you. I'm going to have some uh, Costco fettuccine Alfredo. Okay. Sorry about that, Nathan. Go ahead. Jake, you're on my list, mate. Okay. So then Raja, she was wearing like a red jacket with like a blue snakeskin style dress and headpiece. Apparently it was Bowie, London Nun in 74. I didn't really get it. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, good for her. And so then Trinity, she wore a cute puffer vest pastel style outfit, which I thought was cute. Mm -hmm. Not amazing, but cute. Yeah. The Vivian, she came out with like red with giant shoulder pads. I thought that was a really fun look. Yeah, I'm just chilling here. Might go out for some Thai food later. (laughs) Check. Good to know. Yeah. All All right. right. Sorry, Nathan. Um, I don't know what's wrong with him. I think he's bored. Okay, go ahead, Nathan. Sorry. Yeah, fair enough. Okay, so then Jinx, she did the old school madam look with pink and teal pleather. I thought that was great and very Jinx. And Jada, I loved this one. She did a Matrix style look. It was very 90s. I was very into it. And then we had Shay, who was like Catwoman, but with pale pink pleather with graffiti on it. I thought it wasn't super out of the box, but it was well done. And those were the looks, Mm -hmm. Jake. Oh, well, thank you. I I don't know what Jake's problem is, you know. He's a dick. There's a place by here that serves all kinds of Asian food, but don't even try to drive in that parking lot. Oh, You know what I'm saying? God, Jesus fucking Christ, Jake. Jake needs to stop stealing Lori's jokes. I know! It's not my joke! You should sue, Lori. By the way, when when Lori's not here next week, I'll tell you about Jive Turkey, her character. No. What do you mean, no? I did not do a character named Jive Turkey. But character acting is your safe space. It's yeah. not. <laughs> Those are the looks. All right, Jake, uh, take this home. On the main stage, RuPaul names Jinx and Trinity the top two all-stars of the week. Jinx wins a legendary legend badge and they both battle it out in a lip-sync battle for their legacies. The song? Rumor has it by Adele. After the lip-sync, Jinx Monsoon is named the winner and uses the Platinum Plunger to block Shea Cooley. Ladies, any final thoughts on the episode? Let's start with you, Lori Roggenkamp. You're a big guest. Did you have any uh, f- thoughts on the lip sync? Any final, any thoughts you didn't get out from your notes? No, I, I genuinely loved it. I thought it was 
great. I wish that we could see this kind of like support and fun uh, every every Snatch game. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We know. All right, Nathan. Yeah, I loved it as well. There's not much to say about the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. I think the lip sync song was good. It's not the best lip sync mm-hmm. I've ever seen. I do mm-hmm. prefer the Glee version of Rumor Has It, so mm-hmm. it was a shock to hear the original. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was good, and I still enjoy the walking up and down and milking it with the who they're going to give the plunger to. Okay. Like, I thought I might get over that, but mm-hmm. just watching Jinx just walk up and down, up and down, I loved it. All right. And, and all your notes have been given? Yeah, sure. All right. Uh, one of the things I forgot to mention during the looks, because Jake was making these offensive things, is I, w- I didn't know who the fucking per- bit, who this fucking person was on the um, thing. So I looked her up, and she's like an English socialite and whatnot. Not shocking, right? Mm-hmm. But one of the things that was interesting was she was a really – she was also a model and a really good friend of Alexander McQueen. And I guess Alexander McQueen committed suicide a day of one of his shows and she was in the show. Oh. And so she wore a, a veil in mourning during the runway walk. And so when she gives um, Monet that Alexander McQueen compliment, I mean that's coming from someone who really knew him. So Right. Or well, the person that morning had paid to make that dress. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. I didn't know who she was either, but I thought she was really good. Yeah, on the panel, and yeah. there's a cute moment in Untucked where Jinx says she had styled a wig after like her iconic hairstyle or something. Oh, and she signed really? the wig, so it was like it was. She nice signed. Watch, how do you sign like a wig? That. Yeah, you sign like the little bit underneath it. Oh, like, in the oh, interesting. Very interesting. Uh, both lip syncs were good. Um, I think I like Jinx's take a little bit more. It was a little bit more refined, a little bit put to, more put together. I could see almost a person doing an Adele impression doing something like that. Trinity went mm-hmm. Trinity went the campy route, but that wasn't bad. It was good. But uh, I thought Jinx edged it out a little bit. All right. Lori, thank you so much for being here. Nathan, I'll see you next week. And um, Thanks, everyone. Jake, why don't you take us out of the show? Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Be sure to join us next week, and every week, as we continue to discuss, dissect and deconstruct each brand new episode of RuPaul's Drag Race All-Star 7. So, for Nathan Brown, Laurie Roggenkamp, and myself. Sashay away until next week. I thought Jake was going to say it, I'm sorry. Thank you for listening to RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Have something to say? Leave us a voicemail at speakpipe.com slash afterthoughtmedia or email us at dragracerecap at afterthought.media. For more drag race and LGBTQ content, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. This episode was produced by Luke Stamen and Zach Birch. Nathan Brown has two other podcasts. The first is Breaking Down Bad Books and the other is called Bravo Bravo Effing Bravo. You can find those podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find Nathan on Instagram at NathanBrown90. Finally, follow Joe Bettens on Instagram at Joe Bettens. Special thanks to our expensive tier Patreon supporters. Agnes Yesho Pinska. Alex S. April Pacheco. Obtuse Guy. Brad Coley. Karina Williamson. Dave O. Dak Head. Elizabeth Timmer. Emma E. Smith Boastful Cake J. Thomas Plank Jesse Harris Anonymous Lauren Eckert 
Dufus Maximus, Lucy Carrasco, Luke Stammen, Mercedes Muller, Nicholas Springham, Nikki Baker, Poppy Woods, Ricardo Herrera, Robert NYC, Sarah Yu, Tom Bombs, Travis Newland, Troy Anderson, Zach Nelson. Drag Race Recap is an Afterthought Media Podcast.